This is Tina Douglas, and you're listening to the Liam Photography Podcast with your host, my husband, Liam Douglas. Enjoy! Greetings, everybody. You're listening to the Liam Photography Podcast. I'm your host, Liam Douglas, and this is episode 195. So for this week's episode, I wanted to talk about the third mode on your camera dial, and that's program mode. Program mode is one of those odd one out camera settings that most people never even try because they don't understand it or how it can help their photography. The good news is, once you get the hang of it, program mode can be extremely useful. In this episode, I'm going to share everything that you need to know about this mode and how to best use it in your photography. So starting off, what is program mode? Your camera mode dial is a bit of a Continuum with fully manual mode on one end of the dial, which gives you complete control over your exposure triangle of ISO, aperture, and shutter speed. You make all the decisions so that you have absolutely total control in every bit of the image. On the other end, you have auto mode, in which the camera makes all the decisions for your exposure and you have pretty much no control over the image other than the composition and the subject. The other modes exist in the middle of the dial. And of course, the other modes are aperture priority, which we talked about two weeks ago, shutter priority, which was last week's episode, and today's episode, which is program mode. These modes all give you some degree of control over your exposure. But of course, since they are semi-automatic modes, the camera still does most of the heavy lifting. So what exactly does program mode do? Well, program mode sits between aperture priority and shutter priority modes and works in this fashion. You set the ISO while your camera chooses the aperture and shutter speed. Now keep in mind that the ISO is the sensitivity of your camera's sensor, similar to film speeds in the old days. Aperture is of course the size of the opening in your lens and the shutter speed is how long the shutter stays open to make your exposure. Now, program mode also gives you control over other features, such as exposure compensation, but we can talk about that later. So for now, just think of program mode as ISO priority mode, since you choose the ISO and the camera chooses the aperture and the shutter speed. When is program mode most useful? 
Well, program mode may not be as popular as the other modes of aperture and shutter priority, but it can also make a huge difference in your photography as all you need to do is know how to use it. Basically, program mode works best when what you care about the most in your exposure is the ISO more than any other part. In this case, you don't care about the aperture or the shutter speed. Now, this might be because you know the camera will set those values correctly to balance your exposure out and give you a great image. And these values won't affect your overall image. Now, as an example, let's say you are shooting outdoors and you want the least amount of noise in your image. Program mode will allow you to dial in a very low ISO to keep the noise to a minimum. Now, for me personally, I love to use the expanded ISO ranges on my Canon cameras, as Canon allows you to go as low as ISO 50. If you're shooting under strong artificial lights, then you'll want to tell your camera to keep the ISO as low as possible. The bottom line is, if all you want to do is set the ISO, then you're a golden. Set that dial to program mode, set the ISO where you want it, and focus on composing and framing your shots, and you don't have to think about the rest. Now, I'm not going to say that program, mode, that program mode's only use is because it's a great transition mode to get you closer to manual mode. If you want to improve your photography and get out of auto mode, then try powering up your game by using program mode. Program mode can be your stepping stone to aperture priority, shutter priority modes, and then onto fully manual mode. Now, I'm going to take a short break right here, and I'll be right back. We hope you're enjoying this edition of the Liam Photography Podcast. The best way to support the show is to subscribe in Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or anywhere else that you get your podcasts. If you want to leave comments or suggestions for future episodes, you can call or text the show at area code 470-294-8191. And you can email the show at liam at liamphotographypodcast.com. You can find the show notes and links at liamphotographypodcast.com. And you can tweet the show at liamphotoatl using the hashtag liamphotopodcast. And now, back to the show. And we're back. Okay, so going beyond the basics, now you should be comfortable with program mode because you have the basics. You set the ISO, the camera sets the shutter speed and the aperture. But if you dig a little deeper, you'll find more handy features to unlock. Most of these can help you get the shot you want rather than the shot the camera thinks that you want. You can think of program mode as a late-night TV infomercial version of auto mode, where it handles all the complicated stuff, but it ends with, but wait, there's still more, like an old Mr. Popeil commercial. And if you don't get that reference, you're just too young. <laughs> so program mode allows you to use exposure compensation to fix any exposure mistakes. 
Because when you move your exposure compensation dial in one direction, you can force your camera to make a brighter exposure. And when you adjust it the other way, you force the camera to make a darker exposure. Now, let's say as an example, you're photographing snow. If you live in, let's say, the northeast U.S. where I grew up, your exposure is too dark and it makes the snow look dull. Well, you can bring it back with the exposure compensation dial and make that snow bright and white again. You cannot do this in fully auto mode. In program mode, you can also adjust other settings such as white balance, metering mode, focus point, and whether or not your camera uses a flash. Compare this ability with auto mode and you should now realize the usefulness of that little P mode on your camera dial. Just like aperture and shutter priority modes, program mode isn't always the way to go. There will be times when you need to adjust your shutter speed or aperture for the exposure, and that's when those modes will be more useful. And then, of course, like I said before, if you need absolute full and total control, then manual mode is your best bet. But when ISO is the part of the shot that matters the most, give that program mode a try, and I believe you'll find it very handy. The final verdict? So after this discussion, you now know that program mode is an excellent option to have in your skills bag, even if it is outshined by aperture and shutter priority modes. So next time you're shooting and don't want to give up all the control, consider using program mode because this mode will likely be your best option. Remember to check out the Liam Photography Podcast Facebook group. It is a private group and you must answer a security question to join, which is the name of the host of the show, myself, Liam. And I've also opened it up to allow you to give the name of a previous guest on the show to show that you are a listener. Once you are in the group, you are free to post your own original work. I'm also the admin of the Fujifilm GFX 50R group, which is the largest group for the 50R on Facebook. If you own or plan to own the 50R, you can request to join that group, but you do have to answer two security questions to join that group. You can find my work at liamphotography.net and follow me on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at liamphotoatl. If you like abandoned buildings and history, you can find my projects at forgottenpiecesofgeorgia.com and forgottenpiecesofpennsylvania.com. All right, so that's going to wrap up episode 195 of the Liam Photography Podcast, all about program mode and when to use it. I want to thank all of my listeners once again for subscribing, rating, and reviewing an Apple Podcast, Stitcher, and anywhere else you might be getting your podcast. And I also wanted to remind you to stop by and check out the Liam Photography YouTube channel. Subscribe to the channel, watch the videos, like them, comment on them, share them out. Hit the little bell icon so you can be notified as new content drops. And you can do the same for Forgotten Pieces of Georgia and Pennsylvania if you'd be so kind. Those channels are out. They have their own channels as well. Now, remember, as I said uh, recently on my News and Rumors episode from this past Sunday, I have some huge episodes that are coming up over the next few weeks. This one was a little bit shorter, but that's okay because I'm going to make it up to you. 
because I am interviewing Serge Ramelli, and that episode is going to release on October 28th. And then I'll be interviewing Skip Cohen. His episode will be out on November 4th. And then I'll also be doing an interview the week after that with Brent Bergram from the Latitude Photography Podcast and the Latitude Photography School. He is going to be talking all about printing your images. So we have a lot of famous guests coming up, big guests, that are going to be able to give you a lot of great information. Serge is a master at fine art landscape photography and educating photographers. Skip Cohen, if you don't already know, has Skip Cohen University, and his primary focus is educating photographers on how to take their business to the next level. And then, of course, Brenton Bergram, as I mentioned a moment ago, is a master at printing photos. So he's going to talk about how you can print your own photos and get the best possible results. And then, of course, after that, Ellie Cat is going to be back on the show to talk about her recent trip to Greenland. So a lot of exciting interview episodes coming up. You're definitely not going to want to miss them. All right. Thanks, everybody, for your time. And I'll see you all again on Sunday.